0: Come on, you stupid thing. It says we're live, I mean, it says we're streaming, but I don't see anything. No notifications. Nothing coming through there. Do What the heck, man? Is it not going to, I'm gonna stop the stream and start to check the output again. I'm gonna take off my headset for a minute. Hang on, try this again.
1: Hey, look, I can hear you without the headset on.
0: Oh, it's going to the wrong one, that's why. What is it going to? It was going to my Hammer's War page. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm oh, an idiot. That's an issue. You can just delete that later. Yeah. All yeah. right, uh, we're going to try this again.
1: Oh, you get a Hammer's War page? I need to... I didn't know you had
0: that. All right, uh, let's see if we get live again. Da, da, da. That's what happens when you haven't done this for a year, idiot. And... Are we streaming to the right page now? Hey, look at that! We're streaming live. We've done it. We're back on the air! Yay! <laughs> now we have to give people a chance to join.
1: But still, I don't see it. I still haven't got a notification.
0: It should pop up there. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Only took me ten minutes to get back on the air. Ten minutes late. People are like, yeah, the hell with those guys.
1: After, after playing with this since six <laughs> o'clock this morning.
0: Now well, somebody's on here. So.
1: I still see
0: nothing. Well, go to the, the go to the page. It's on there. I'm on the
1: page. Well,
0: what's wrong with you? A lot, obviously. Oh, there's all sorts of people. Hey, Frank's on here. Glenda's on here. Hey, guys. Uh, so, um, let you know that we have a major big announcement. Well, number one, we're back on the air. And I'm sorry for being late. We had some technical difficulties, but we're back. Also, you're going to hear a new voice and see a new face. Greg uh, Mason has moved on. He's got some stuff in his life. He's got, you know, he's started working with Alaska Airlines. He also met a wonderful woman. And uh, so his time is uh, pretty much taken up by two jobs and uh, his love of his life now. Uh, So he has decided to move on with his life and we wish him the best. He might drop in from time to time um, as a guest host or as a guest or just. To harass us but we have a new host tonight you're going to meet him here in a minute he might want to say hi there hi <laughs> there he is so without further ado we're going to get rolling right into the show and uh, so um, here we go 2021. I am James 1.0, James McEwen, and uh, okay, we left their sound up. Is that me or you? That's mine. (laughs) Well, that's all right. He's the new guy, so we'll forgive him for that. Anyway, uh, welcome to the show. Welcome to Dude, I Got an Idea. We're back on the air. We have a new uh, co-host, James. Believe it or not, I found another James. James 2.0, James Allen. He's uh, joining us now as uh, my official co-host from this point forward. He's taking over the big chair from Greg. Um, Introduce yourself, James.
1: Hi, my name is James Allen. Uh, I'm born and raised in Illinois. Uh, Joined the military at the age of 18. Went around the world. Did a lot of good stuff. Some stuff I can't talk about. Mainly fixing vehicles. Uh, Other than that, uh, retired in 2016. Met uh, James one a year ago, and uh, yeah, been uh, been having fun ever since.
0: Well, welcome to the to the show. He's gonna it's gonna be a great addition to us. Um, he's not quite the uh, the chucklehead. <laughs> <laughs> that Greg is, but uh, he's going to be a lot of fun. We're, uh, we're looking forward to having James on the show. He, uh, when they, uh, he works with us, uh, with us like there's more than one of me. Um, he works with me at uh, JBLM. Uh, when they hired him, I found out there was going to be another James. I was like, oh, man, that's going to be two of us in the same office. How are we going to tell each other apart? And uh, it was a joke that I came up with, uh, being that I was there first, that would call me 1.0 and him 2.0. And so that's why we put it up there. So, uh, in the comments, if you wanna if you wanna call out one of us and uh, make a comment, uh, you can say uh, 1.0 or 2.0. Um, that will work. Uh, so we know who you're talking to. Anyway, so tonight we're talking about the Illuminati. We're gonna kind of discuss a little bit about it and the World Economic Forum and the World Council or the Council on Foreign Relations and kind of what's going on in the world. And um, you know, twenty twenty was a crazy year. We had a lot of things going on, and too bad we were not on the air for most, well, all of it. But we're back uh, to talk about it. There's, like I said, there's a lot of stuff going on. Uh, that's just nuts. Um, so we're going to dive into it and without further ado. So, uh, James, what do you know about the Illuminati?
1: Well, um, a lot of the stuff I know about the Illuminati is the historic portion of it, um, where the Illuminati would wanted to control everything. They wanted to, um, take over what was Europe at the time. And, uh, um, and from what I know, it's still in existence uh, if you look at a lot of websites, they they will tell you that the Illuminati is a conspiracy theory, but there's just just a little too much that um, a little too much coincidence for me to actually be a full theory.
0: So, can you bring your mic up a little bit? He's still uh, still trying to train him here on how to use that mic there. But uh, the Illuminati, for those who don't know what it is and what it means, is it means the enlightened ones basically. Um, the let's go back to let's see the the Illuminati the 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 quote unquote um, founder of the Illuminati was a name a man by the name of Albert or I'm sorry not Albert um, that's the guy who um, Albert Pike was uh, the, the founder of this, the Freemasons um, Adam Weiss Weisshuff I'm, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that right um, but um, Basically, what they had in mind is this, this idea of a long-term plan to bring all the world under one government. Uh, that there was a, a lightened few people, people that were smart enough to rule the world. And basically, the rest of the people in the world were not smart enough to govern their own lives. And so there would have to be somebody smart enough to govern their lives for them. And this has been an ongoing thing ever since. Um, And let's see. When was he? Um, This has been going on since. God, well. In the 1400s. So I mean, this is this is not an old idea. This has been around for a long time, and it's probably actually been around longer than that. But the Illuminati itself, the the term coined and and um, uh, since the 1400s. Now, kind of where the Illuminati is is taking up its um, current form, and where it gets a lot of its um, Uh, What we think of today comes from Albert Pike You know, if people don't know who Albert Pike is Somebody might know who Albert Pike is out there Um, He was an interesting, probably most colorful figure of the 19th century He was a brigadier general uh, in the Civil War He was also a poet He was, I mean, he was a lot of things He was a uh, a writer Um, He was also um, uh, a lawyer He was a Supreme Court judge uh, at, at State level. Um, I'm Trying to remember which state he was. Ar- uh, I think it was Ar- uh, Arkansas. Um, he was also the fa- well, founder of the Scottish Rite uh, Masons, Freemasons. Um, but he he was also Luciferian. He was he was also um, he was he took up this idea of of the of the idea of the Illuminati. He took it up, and he was very serious about the Illuminati. And he saw this as a means to an ends to be able to control the world. Um, he also foresaw th- uh, at least three world wars, and, uh, and he thought the first world war had to be brought forth to destroy the Tsars in Russia and to create communism. Um, communism, he needed, he, he believed the communism communism needed to be created to keep the world in check and um, until. The Second World War, um, which uh, then would also, I'm just kind of reading as I'm talking here, um, would set up basically events for the Third World War, which um, then the Illuminati would use the Third World War to finally take over the world. Now, why is this important to us today? Why would you think that? That's a question for you. <laughs> oh.
1: So, yeah. So the, the so the they need to what they need to do is they need to cause a um, an imbalance in order to have uh, in order for the civilians, the citizens, to actually call upon the government in order to um, fix all the problems. Which is, uh, I think, that is the the worst worst thing you can do is government causing problems, being in a government first being attached to the government for so long, the government is not the answer.
0: So basically what you're saying is dependency. Yes. You need people to be dependent to be able to control them. Yes. Oh, well, that makes kind of a sort of amount of sense. What, why would that, why would you need destruction, death and destruction to get people dependent?
1: Well, you need death and destruction in order to get people to, um, to To cower them to your corners in order to uh, and to destroy excess. So it's like in the World Wars, what happened? They they went and they, they cut supplies to everyone. They they stuff, and then every, and then like the the I think it was the Second World War. Um, I mean, gasoline was on a shortage, metal was a shortage. So um, the wars actually cause more of a dependency on the government.
0: Right. And so if you can get people to depend on you, you can control them. Now, what have we seen recently? It's, I mean, you look at all the things that have happened last year. You have this, this virus that was, you know, and we have to be really careful how we say things because of the, the big uh, uh, purge. <laughs> of of certain voices if you go against certain narratives you you get shut down and so we're operating on you know a platform that uh doesn't like certain things so we're going to be really careful how we say things but basically you know a virus that was you know allegedly uh from a certain country um some people say it was released some people say it was you know just inevitable to happen um but the virus came from china uh and uh allegedly you know, we have to say that so we don't get booted off the air. <laughs> but uh, the coronavirus has gotten out. And, uh, and you know, you look at the numbers and you look at past numbers of past pandemics and you look at what has happened and you look at the, the death numbers alone. And if you even trust the death numbers, and that's another thing you have to be careful of is, is looking at those numbers and what, is, what has actually happened. Nowhere in human history has the numbers ever caused this type of worldwide shutdown lockdowns there has been worse pandemics the numbers have been worse people have died in larger numbers from diseases in the past and yet they haven't shut things down governments haven't locked people in their houses you know this has not happened in any time previous um, in human history this is unprecedented why all of a sudden this is? Why is this happening? You know, uh, is it because politicians feel like they need to be doing something so they feel like they're 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 you know now that with all the technology and all the the um, uh, instant communications news that they don't look like they're sitting on their, their hands and not doing anything. Yeah, it's all about the ten minute news cycle.
1: Every well, every ten minutes, you know, they have to have something. They have to say something. They have to do something. Are they're inefficient
0: leaders? Or is it, you know, part of a plan? Yeah, we'll get to that in a little bit. You know, um, but looking at it as the Illuminati is, just, you know, you think, you know, uh, is this a group of very powerful people? I mean, who who would belong to this group, and I mean, who 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 has the power? Well, you look at any group; who you always look at the money, follow the money, and you look at. Um, uh, where is the, the the seat of power? Where is the money? Where you, you follow those things, and that's where you'll find basically the Illuminati. There's, they operate under a lot of different groups, a lot of different names. You know, there's the Bilderberg Group. You know, this group of people that meet. You know, some of the richest people in the world. Um, they meet uh, every so often to discuss world finances, world stuff, world uh, policies. Then there's the um, World Economic Forum, which we're going to talk a little bit about that and the Great Reset. There's the uh, Council on uh, uh, Foreign uh, Relations, which is basically the Illuminati in America. Um, there's Hollywood. There's there's a lot of different places where there's a lot of money and a lot of power and um, – We're going to go into more of the conspiracy and let you decide whether you think it's all, you know, a bunch of hoopla and hoopla and, you know, it's a bunch of bull or is it just coincidences? Is it just people reading into things more or is there really something there to it? But what's really interesting is I'm going to play some some clips here. One of them's um, from a recording from 1967, I believe. Yes, 1967, Marion C. Fagan. Marion C. Fagan was a playwright in Hollywood. He had gotten uh, involved with the Hollywood elite, and he had spent a lot of time uh, in that world, and he learned a lot about the uh, the Illuminati, and he wrote... um, Quite A bit, uh, oh hey, uh, Brian Sheen has joined us, and Dan Wise, hey, thanks for joining us, guys. We're talking about the Illuminati conspiracy is it real? Is it as connected to the uh, events of uh, the, the current events in the world? We'll let you guys decide. Um, anyway, so um, yeah, Maren C. Fagan, um, was quite an interesting guy, and the he his life works kind of culminate. He was like I said, he was a playwright and he wrote quite a bit of stuff, uh, was high up in Hollywood in the, in the 50s and 60s. And he exposed a lot of this stuff in in the late '60s. Now, if you're interested, you can listen to the whole entire um, uh, his whole entire recording. It's like two two and a half hours, and it's on. Uh, it's called Marion C. Fagan, the Illuminati, and the the CFR, the Council on Foreign Relations. Um, I will warn people that you know, it was recorded in the 60s. There is, it is a product of the 60s. There is quite a bit of stuff that we would consider very racist nowadays. Um, but most of the stuff in here is really interesting to listen to because it does um, perfectly describe what is going on right now. And you can hear what he's talking about and you go, wow, it, <laughs> it, there's a plan. It was laid out. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play a little bit of this right from the get-go here. Um, let me turn out that and hang on a second here we go it's just going to be the audio portion
2: the question of how and why the United Nations is the crux of the great conspiracy to destroy the sovereignty of the United States and the enslavement of the American people within a UN one world dictatorship is a complete and unknown mystery to the vast majority of the American people the reason for this unawareness of the frightening danger to our country and to the entire free world is simple. The masterminds behind this great conspiracy have absolute control of all of our mass communications media, especially television, the radio, the press, and Hollywood. We all know that our State Department, the Pentagon, and the White House have brazenly proclaimed that they have the right and the power to manage the news, to tell us not the truth, but what they want us to believe. They have seized that power on orders from their masters of the great conspiracy. And the objective is to brainwash the people into accepting the phony peace bait to transform the United States into an enslaved unit of the United Nations' one world government.
0: Now, I want you to think about what he just said. About communications and what's going on with what just happened to Parler being deplatformed off the internet and the the, the power of the, these corporations. Now, when you think about it, uh, there's a lot of powerful people that that are shutting down a lot of a lot of voices and the brainwashing going on. Now, let's let's take this the, the election for for an example, and we're gonna we're gonna kind of go back both sides of it. Whether you believe the election was stolen or and there was fraud, or you believe that there wasn't. Okay. It doesn't matter which side you're on on this coin, okay. The fact is is there's media on both sides that were projecting both sides of this issue, correct? Yes. Okay. So if you have media putting out information on both sides, and you know, it's a propaganda war, that's basically what's going on, you can see how important controlling the narrative or how important controlling the story is. Now, why would a government not want to control the the narrative? Of course they want to control the narrative, right? Yes, they do. Of course. Anybody who's in power wants to control the narrative. Now, our Constitution gives us the First Amendment, which is supposed to keep the government from controlling the narrative. But when you set up proxies through big corporations, big tech that can control it without the entanglement of the First Amendment. That's what's going on right now. Uh, you have the ability to shut down a whole, a whole section of people and shut them down and quiet them. Um, makes it very scary. Now, is that what's going on? Or is it merely people who are saying, we just don't like what you're saying and we're a private business, we don't have to to have you on our platform and you're we just don't like you go away, you know. Which is it?
1: So and see this is the part of the part of the whole process that's a little too much of a coincidence for me. I mean, you can't say that that this is going on for no reason because at first, you know, Twitter and Facebook started going through and getting their fact checkers and, and starting marking all their all these messages false or or misleading. When the fact checks weren't quite solid as it was, and then all of a sudden they they um what was it? Apple and um yeah Google. but who
0: who's, who who does the fact checking and who fact checks the fact checkers you know but
1: yeah that's the problem there's no <laughs> fact checking fact checkers um I mean you and me have had many discussions in the office and we've seen where the fact checks they'll go back five years and they'll skip two or three. Of the most current studies. Mm -hmm. And they'll fact check according to the old news. Or the old information. Not the current information. Mm -hmm. So um, it's all. uh, I. uh, This is the little bit that I'm a conspiracy theorist about. It has. They're doing it for a purpose. They're doing it for a reason. And it's not only to. And it's to control what's being said. To control the narrative.
0: Well you're a Star Wars fan. I am. Remember. When Luke and Ben, uh, Ben Kenobi, Obi Wan Kenobi tells um, Luke, he said tells him that um, about his father, and and he says, "Darth Vader killed your father." Yes, but he, he is my father. He says, "Well, I told you the truth from a certain point of view." Correct. You know, and that's what a lot of these fact checkers do is they tell you the truth from a certain point of view. It's all about perspective. They they give you the truth. From the perspective of the person who's employing them, and that's the problem with the, our media today is, is that you know a lot of there is a lot of truth there. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of truth from the perspective of the person employing them, and that perspective is driving the narrative. It's you know the, I'm sure you've heard the old adage: your truth, their truth, and then somewhere in the middle is the actual truth. Yes. Yeah, that's that's kind of how I view the world a lot of times. Is you listen to a lot of the stuff and you go, "Hmm, I got to look at this," and you look at the other guy's side of the story, and you just kind of patch it together and you kind of find the truth somewhere in the middle, because a lot of times people have their perspective and they they put their slant on it because you know everybody wants to slant the story in their favor, but the Illuminati um, seeks to control everything. Why? Well. We're gonna play another little clip here, uh, and I've got video and audio. I was gonna say
1: I didn't have the answer for that one.
0: <laughs> Hang on a second, I gotta, I gotta get this set up here. It takes a second. Uh, clip video clips take a little longer to load up and clear out here. So clear that, and here we go. So we can I'm not sure. We, we can't hear the clip, so you guys can hear it. So I'm going to let it play. And am I end up playing it twice before I get it clear us back on? So. All right. I think he's played through. One more time here. Yep, there we go. All right. So that was President Obama. Uh, talking about how most people were basically too stupid to control their own lives and that, you know, the new only order can be established um, by, you know, the elite, by the, the smart people, you know. That's what he really thinks of us and, you know, the little people. This is the ideals of the elite, the Illuminati, is, is that you must be controlled. Um, so, what are their plans? what 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 are they what are they thinking for us? What do they have in mind for us? well let's let's look at some of the things that they we've talked a little bit about the past because they've 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 talked about um, the uh, predicting you know we believe or I shouldn't say we believe uh, there, there are many people who believe that the Illuminati have been their fingers and everything. And if you look at the, the financing and there's, there's so much, there's so many books on it and there's recordings and, and so many people have talked about this subject. Uh, you could go all night on it, but, uh, and if you're really interested in, a really, a lot of good places you can go and look for it. Um, just do some searches on the internet. You'll find all sorts of stuff. Um, but, um, look, uh, uh, Definitely, I definitely recommend this this recording by Marion C. Fagan. That's a good place to start. I'll give you a good starting point because he goes into the history of it all, and he goes into a lot of the financing, the Rockefellers, and uh, big oil money. Um, You know, there's a lot of when you start seeing why we go into places like you know he doesn't explain it, but when you find out, it's like a it's like a rabbit. You know, you go down that rabbit hole. (laughs) You know, when you find out why we really went into Iraq, you know why we went into Iraq, don't you?
1: Was it the oil?
0: It was because of Saddam had decided he no longer wanted to uh, be on the oil dollar. He wanted to pay for oil or, and buy oil in euros. He, want, he wanted to get off the... the because for, after World War II, the standard for oil was dollar, the dollar, U.S. dollar. Okay. Everybody traded in U.S. dollar for oil, which made the U.S. dollar incredibly strong. There's this push late... And, and late '90s, early 2000s, to, with the European Union as is, is part of the globalist push is to start breaking down the United States, because what you had to do to be able to control the world, you have to destroy the United States and the United States com- economy, because we're the ones people who can stand up and stop it. So one of the ways is you have to weaken the oil dollar. So to do that, they wanted to start moving away from the, do- the U.S. dollar and the oil. So Saddam wanted to. Move away from it to euros. We told him not to. He basically thumbed his finger at us, and so we're gonna, he's going to do it anyway. Guess what happened? Weapons what happened? of mass destruction. Blah blah blah. We went in.
1: Oh yeah, we found those too. Yeah. Yeah. It's in a secret document. We can't tell you about it.
0: <laughs> well, I've heard about the yellow cake and all the. Uh, I've actually heard some of the the radio transmissions from guys who found a, a warehouse full of that stuff. Yeah. So. But.
1: Well, it's funny, yeah. My uncle was there, he had he's part of that uh desert storm syndrome, so there was something in the air,
0: that's for sure. Well, that's that's the first one. I'm talking the second time when we oh, went, oh, yeah. No, well, the first time we went to Kuwait, but no, I'm talking about the second time we went in the 2000s. Oh, yeah, well, it's because right. of uh, because of the whale dollar, yeah. but that's not what we were sold, we were, we were told that, yeah. But okay, those, those mobile, mobile labs moving on, so um, moving on to. We want to uh, – so all these things start to fall into place. You're starting to see all the, the – the, the picture starting to fall into place. And then all of a sudden, here comes Trump. Well, I'm going to talk about Trump, and I'm probably going to get a lot of hate mail because I just said the word Trump, and maybe we'll even get kicked off Facebook <laughs> because I said Trump. Oh, I said it again. I felt like the, the knights who say me. Rebel. <laughs> but um, the World Economic Forum, Davos, Switzerland. Uh, Trump was elected. He kind of threw uh, a monkey wrench in the plans because he was. They tried to get him involved, and he kind of said nope, Pulled us out of the Paris Accords, um, peace or the Paris Climate Accords. He did a lot of things that the globalists didn't like. The they said you know so, um, and then this this whole Great Reset thing comes along, and the Global Reset is kind of a reimagining of the uh, the UN Agenda 21, and. Then we go on to the World Economic Forum, which is founded by a guy named uh, what was Klaus Schwab. He's a German engineer. Um, this guy is smart, but he's also very scary what he wants to do. Um, so I got a clip from him. Let's play his clip real quick. All right. So let me pull up his audio. post Industrial
1: Revolution will impact. Lives completely. It will not only change how we communicate, how we produce, how we consume, it will change actually us, our own identity, and of course gives life uh, to such uh, policies and uh, developments like uh, smart traffic, smart government, smart cities. What we will see is that uh, everything will be integrated into an ecosystem. Driven by big data and uh, driven uh, particularly by close cooperation also of
0: government. Yeah, hold on a second. Did you catch what he was saying? Driven by big data, big government?
1: Google will control it all.
0: Yeah. that Doesn't that scare the crap out of you? Also, uh, he said um, uh, at the beginning, smart government, smart. Just because you put smart in front of the word doesn't mean it's smart. Okay, let me keep going.
1: Uh, with um, uh, business, civil society. And this revolution will come at a break speed. Uh, it will be like a tsunami.
0: So it's coming at a break taking speed like a tsunami, whether you like it or not. Now, this great reset is being ushered in with COVID. One of the things, you know, you were pulling up some stuff about it. One of the things that we're saying is that you will not own anything. They're going to destroy property rights. What were some of the other things that we're talking about? He's yeah. still looking.
1: <laughs> yeah, still looking. So, um, so the, some of the stuff I've seen on here is uh, that they want to force everybody into cities because that's their uh, their main means of uh, uh, pretty much equality um, for, for everyone. So everyone has health care. Everyone will have a job. Everyone will have... Um, uh, we'll have we'll pretty much get the same um, the same benefits across the across the board, um, but I'm I'm skeptical with that because I got the government uh, assistance whenever I was a kid, and the only thing that got me was standing in the bread line.
0: So what you're saying is it sounds like socialism, communism. Yep. Oh, which has killed more people in the last century than just about anything on the planet. Yep. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> That's right. And, uh, you know, what's funny is they always sell it like it sounds like it's a good idea. You know, and it does sound like a great idea. It does. I mean, who doesn't want to end poverty? And who doesn't want everybody to have a good living condition and get a job and all this stuff? Problem is, is the people at the top never want to bring themselves down to the, to the level and have a, the same job and the same money and the same living conditions that you do.
1: Yeah, you know what the next socialist is? it wasn't done right. We didn't spend enough money.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, socialism is great until you run out of other people's money. Yep. You know, and the problem I see with this too is also the idea of no property rights. You won't own anything, you'll rent it. But rent it from who? Does that mean somebody has to own it? The government. But the government owns it, then the government has rights and you don't? That's right. Because um,
1: the- everything's owned controlled by the government, so the government gets all the money so the government can give money out as much as they want to who they want.
0: But isn't that communism? Of course it is. Oh, again, wait a minute. Isn't that communism? Yep. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so here's the thing that, that bothers me is, is that people are marching towards us, and we're seeing this happen. We saw the uh, all the riots in the last year. Um, you know, we've seen it's almost like there's a plan laid out. And they're following the plan. It, could it be that the Illuminati has actually had this plan in place for years? You know, that's something you're gonna have to research on your own and, and figure it out. Um, I would say yeah. You know, from what I've seen, I've seen, yeah, this is there's definitely a plan in place and they're following a playbook. Now, you're you're gonna say, okay, James, you're you're, you're nuts. You're 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 following uh, you're you're going down the deep end, you got off the road. But, you know I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna throw something out you here that you know you might think is even more crazy but you know every gang every secret society they have their gang signs you know that you know the three percent everybody's running around saying the what is it the the okay sign am I doing it right is the um, uh, and, and I'm doing it for demonstration purposes I'm not a white supremacist um is uh is the white supremacist sign right is that what they're saying I mean I don't even know but
1: that's um, what I've heard on a couple occasions on the news yeah
0: I mean that's what they're saying but you know they have gangs I don't even know about the gang signs but you know if you look it up on online the, the people have used hand signals and signs for generations for thousands of years ways to signal each other in secret societies that we are hey I'm part of your group this is my sim, my, my symbol so I I did a little research and I pulled up some pictures of some different uh, different signs and I'm going to I'm going to pull one up here doo, 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 doo. Hang on a sec. I do it. uh, Put it on the wrong thing here. So hang on. Haven't done this in a year, so (laughs) bear with me a second. There we go. There it is. So that is the official, according to everyone, uh, the hand sign for the Illuminati, the the triangle around the all-seeing eye. Uh, So if you see this is supposed to mean that you are a member or, you know, you are, you know, uh, flashing that sign that you are, you know, part of or recognizing the Illuminati, right? So what about people in power? Now, this was from, um, this is interesting because this has been supposedly debunked. Uh, Some people believe that this is still, and I'm going to flash this up here mitch mcconnell saying that mitch mcconnell was being controlled by or because he looked over at this particular individual and he was flashing you know the kind of the triangle sign there uh, i think the guy just had his hands uh personally i think he just had, was holding his hands that way but some people say oh it's illuminati symbol um and then uh, when you look at angela merkel here i got pictures of her doing it She's always got her hands like that in just a whole bunch of pictures. She kind of looks kind of strange anyway. She looks like a bit of a troll. <laughs> Sorry, but she does. Um, I know you can't see it yet. James. You have to wait for the... For the, uh, the 40 seconds. Yeah, for the delay there. Now it's on the screen. You should be able to see it. You can make no, comments. No, I'm
1: at uh, Mitch McConnell now. Oh, you're still at Mitch McConnell? Yeah.
0: You should be able to see it here in a second, but... Yeah. yeah and that doesn't look quite like a triangle in the Mitch yeah. McConnell thing. And then... Uh, there's Beyoncé, because they say the, the uh, Illuminati, Illuminati runs Hollywood. And that's going to bring us to the uh, last topic here before we close out. So I'm going to leave Beyoncé. This is supposedly flashed flash uh, one of the, her Super Bowl appearance is the Illuminati triangle. So, yeah, I don't know. Uh, is it real? Uh, who knows? I mean, I'm not involved. I, I'm not in that pay grade. I think Angela Merkel just
1: doesn't know what to do with her hands. You think? Yeah. She's just trying to not look
0: weird. She's doing the Dr. Doctor, doctor Evil. Yeah.
1: No. That's right.
0: <laughs> so. But. Um, so. Uh, um, that brings us to Hollywood and to the power elite. We've been talking about that. And there's a story that's really interesting that just kind of disappeared. You know, the, the Henry White. Or, or, no, not Henry. What was his name? Weinstein was his last name. Uh, the, the, the Hollywood producer, you know... The, Was that Harvey? Harvey Weinstein, yeah. Him, he went down, um, and then uh, Epstein. The Epstein case. You know, Epstein, uh, you know... What case? Yeah, the case just disappeared, poof. I don't know what you're talking about. You know, <laughs> well, you don't want to get Clinton. <laughs> That's right. You don't want to get suicide. That's right. Okay. Um, hey, Bob, thanks for joining us. But, uh, you know, what's funny is at the... Um, uh in the uh, um, epstein case um he uh of course people say he didn't kill him he didn't kill he didn't commit suicide and there's a lot of weird stuff that went on with that the cameras you know amazingly malfunctioned right at the time that he committed suicide guards disappeared I mean all sorts of stuff went wrong with that they were asleep yeah and then um um his girlfriend what was her name Nah, I forget the her one name. Starts with Maxwell. Uh, Maxwell. Yeah, Maxwell. yeah Maxwell. that's it. Um, she, um, she's she's disappeared from the news. You don't hear anything about her. And she was supposed to testify, and all these papers were supposed to come out. This list of people who went to the island, and you know, all these powerful and rich people were supposed to be, you know, exposed. Uh, you know, and all of a sudden, poof, gone. Nobody hears about it, and it's nobody's talking about it. Nobody's. Bringing it back up, nobody's going. Hey, what happened to that? There's a big rug, and somebody has a broom, and they're <laughs> brushing it under the rug.
1: But who and why? I don't know. So, I heard the funny story is that uh, they're trying to make a pedophilia a sexual preference.
0: That in California. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe they're trying to that.
1: maybe they're trying to move all these people to California. That way, it's not legal. <laughs>
0: Well, they decriminalized it um, – uh, well, not decriminalized it, but they, they changed it for a certain level. I'm not entirely sure of all how it works, but um, they, they made it less of a crime for certain types of, 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 of it. And I think it has to do with the amount of years between um, same-sex um, for like five years difference or something like that. So it wasn't a felony or something. So Okay. Yeah. It, it. Yeah. Whatever. That's California. Yeah. <laughs> but. But back to the reason I was bringing this up was is that it, what's interesting about this is is that it's a common practice amongst uh, the Illuminati. At least if you read up on that, on the the is the tactics is how they control people So you bring them in is they they how do you how do you compromise people? You get them to do something that uh, you can use the blackmail exactly blackmail you you either bribe them or you get them in a compromising position you get them to do something usually in a you know means of sexual means or illegal activity you get them to do something horribly terrible then you get evidence of it then you hold that over their head um, today's the way that you know a lot of today of what we do is to get people to you know do things sexual and get it on tape or you know on pictures of it and hold that over people's heads that's what Epstein's whole island was that was his whole business was you know getting people to fly out there and have sex with underage people underage girls mostly and and uh and videotape it and then he used that to um hold over other people's heads and that's how he made his money and that's how he made his his stuff but you know who there were so many people that were involved in that um that uh you know, it makes you wonder, was this the Illuminati was behind this and this is how they recruited and, and got people involved and that's how they got their soldiers? Who knows? You know, I mean, I don't because nobody's investigating it anymore. Nobody's looking at it anymore. And
1: nobody's inviting me. <laughs> that's the problem. <laughs> well, you want to go out to the island? <laughs> Maybe. Who knows? Just to investigate, right? Maybe I can become part of the
0: Illuminati and I will know. <laughs> Uh, you want to, you want to expose it, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> no, he just wants the money. <laughs>
1: hey, yeah. you have to be part of the elite somehow. Well, you know, working these nine to five jobs doesn't cut it.
0: <laughs> oh, well, you know, teach their own, I guess. Yeah, but, but guess you know, so. it, to me, it's it's. You know, look at you look at what's going on and you look at the covid, the lockdowns, the the protesting. And you look at how is it that over the last year you can have all these protesters just spontaneously pop up? I mean, okay, I understand when people get pissed and and things happen, but sustained protests, who's feeding these people? Who's funding these people? Because I'm telling you, you cannot protest night after night and have fireworks and bricks and all these things just spontaneously show up. That takes fu- that takes logistics. I mean, you you were a soldier, you you worked some support positions at some point in yep. your career. How much stuff does it take to move an army? Well, it. So if
1: you want to move a battalion, it takes a brigade. So, to it, to stay supplied at least. So I know the. Um, if you go to Iraq and let's say you have four brigades there, well, there is a a core element that supports those four brigades. So it is hundreds and thousands of people takes across the country to to help support
0: the military. So what do they say for every frontline soldier? There's like a hundred soldiers behind them, you know, to get yep. you know something. I don't remember the exact statistic. It is, it's, but it's something like it's, it's outrageous. So, yeah. yeah. You know, for every frontline soldier soldiers, there's sort of like a hundred or something people behind them to do that job. You know, um, you know. So you know, look at all these things. You know, one incident. You, you remember when you we were growing up? You know, you remember the '92 riots? You know, uh, Rodney King and um, I was actually in basic. Uh, I'm, I'm sure so. you remember them, though. Remember them happening? I, I remember them happening. Yeah, but you know, you look at some of these. You know, you had these flare ups. You had an incident. Mm-hmm. You had people get upset. They went out and rioted. Boom! It was over. You didn't have months and months of sustained riding. No, nah, that was just like a week and a half, two weeks. Too. Yeah, you, you had the flare-up, boom, it was yeah. done, it was over. Um, we haven't seen this before. And, you know, you did see reports of trucks pulling up with bricks, you know, pallets of bricks and, you know, water and stuff. Uh, yeah. You know, haul
1: trucks with shields yeah. and signs.
0: Yeah, so, you know, there's definitely a plan and concerted effort behind it. And you have to look at it and go... Okay, who's funding him? How is it? How is this working? Why? What, what's the plan? What's the end goal? Well, the end goal is to destabilize the United States, you know, and look at what has happened. We have become pretty much we're heading right towards destabilization. I mean, what what happened the other week that has never happened since, well, it hasn't happened since eighteen 1812? You know, people attacked the Capitol. And this time it was, you know, the last time it was the British. This time it was our own people, you know. Um, it wasn't much of an attack, if you ask me. It was kind of lame and stupid, but um, it Those still like happened.
1: A, almost like a guided tour.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know it's it's funny as if you listen to some people on the on on, on one side of the political spectrum, uh, they scream, "Oh, we almost died! It was the, almost the end of the world! We didn't know if we're gonna make it through the day." Blah 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 blah. Oh, woe is me! And the other people are like, "Yeah, you look at the videos and cops open the door and letting people in, and hey." Welcome to the capital, so to speak. They actually walked through the roped areas. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen that. No, I hadn't seen that part. Yeah,
1: they, they walk right through the roped areas. Exactly. They might have extended a little bit, but yep, walked right through the rope, uh, along the rope areas where they were guided.
0: You know, and I did see the picture where they stood and stu- stopped for a photo shoot, which was... That was weird. Why was the cameras there? Yeah, that, that seemed a little odd. Yeah. But, you know, again, weird. But again, you know, this, this, all these events, you have to look at them on a, on a broader picture. Are they all just non-connected? Are they all just coincidental? But, or are there something bigger going on there? You know, in law enforcement, there's an old saying, there's, there are no coincidences you know you look at the you have to look at them start looking for patterns and when you start looking for the patterns and you start looking at the historical patterns and the 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 modern patterns you start overlapping them you start to see yeah there's a bit of a plan here there's 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 something definitely going on there's definitely a uh, a plan in place it's being followed. It's being followed to to its end. And the question is, is, is what is that end and where are we going with it and what, what are we going to do about it? Are we going to sit on our, our laurels and do nothing? Are we going to vote these people out and get people in there that will stand up to the Illuminati and stand up to people? Um, or or is it too late?
1: Well, I'm hoping it's not too late. So um, I guess the I, I want to say the next few months to a year will be the... Uh, be the real sticking point on, on what will happen.
0: So what comes next? Well, what's going to bring us down into a one world government? Well, of course the United States economy has to be broken. And I think that's going to happen fairly quickly with the, what's going to, you know, the, the, this whole COVID uh, um, relief stuff we're we're printing money faster than we've ever printed it. We're going to give people, you know, stimulus checks, which is basically the guys to give them a uh, a basic universal income, which is part of the uh, the Great Reset. Um. But there's something else that might happen. Well, were Biden said to
1: he's it. going to uh, lock down the lock down the whole economy for
0: three months if if he needs to. Which will destroy the economy. Yep. Which, then, will lead to probably civil war, and which, which I'm not looking forward to. No. Nope. Um, but you were also thinking of something else at the beginning of the show. you were, you were alluding to something.
1: Oh, that's uh, beginning show. I've already forgot. <laughs> <laughs> that
0: <the> quick already. <laughs> um, we were talking about uh, psyops. Hell, yeah, I'm trying to prod you. I know you are. <laughs> and he's like, I'm not having any part of it. Prodding's not fun. Yeah. <laughs> so what <clears throat> we were talking about at the beginning of the show, before we got started, before I had all the technical problems and couldn't get on the air, uh, was um, something that was very interesting. And will it's a whole show on itself, which we'll probably do next time. Um, is there's been a couple of people have come out, um, and most of them, I'm not going to give you much in the way of credibility. You know, Dr. Stephen Greer is one of them. A uh, guy kind of makes a living off of, he's kind of like an Alex Jones. He makes a living off of people's fears and stuff. But he is interesting. Um, there's been a couple other people who have come out and claim to be former CIA operatives and stuff. And what they have to say is, is fascinating because they talk about the idea of, since the 50s that uh and again this is ties into the Illuminati that there's that that they're been planning and the Hollywood movies the science fiction all of it is to condition us for an alien invasion an alien invasion that is not alien that they actually have the technology um and have been developing the technology to trick you into believing that there's an alien invasion so that we will band together because the only thing we'll band us together is we need a common enemy we need to be broken down we need to be dependent on the government and if we have no no means to defend ourselves, we have no economy, we're dependent upon the the government and all of a sudden we have this extraterrestrial threat, we'll turn to them and we'll do whatever they want us to do
1: as long as they protect us.
0: Yep. And so it's really interesting. And, and so that's uh, probably what we're going to do in the next shows is uh, talk about uh, the potential of an extraterrestrial threat, and which is interesting because now uh, all of the uh, declassification of, of uh, UFOs, and you know the the they uh, was it, who was it uh, that came out and said they have 180 days now. Was that Trump did it sign that or what was? Yeah, it? I think it was Trump signing yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, 180 days to declassify all the UFO information and and uh, you know the the Pentagon is starting to declassify and put out you know videos of, of you know the Navy jets that that chase some uh, UFOs and stuff. So is this all part of the psyops plan? Is or is it real? Are there real aliens out there? What do you think?
1: Well, I hope there's aliens, but hope they don't attack. There's a lot of shared knowledge we can have together if we come in as one. <laughs> Kumbaya. That's what <laughs> i got to say.
0: James is all, beat me up, beat me up. Beat me up, Scott. <laughs> it's got to be better than 2020. So the question is, is though, is if they're giving out free a- anal probes, are you going to sign up? I don't know. See the galaxy get a free anal probe? Yeah, that's it. See? Good.
1: <laughs> little prostate
0: tickling going on. She was like, I can, I, I'll do that, you know, for a free trip across the galaxy for an problem probe. Yeah, okay. about yeah. am with that. Yeah. A little, little
1: bit of pain. A lot of, lot of sights. You know.
0: As long as there's only one. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's how you pay for your international trips. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs>
1: and a probe for a trip around the galaxy. That's
0: hilarious.
1: Yep. Huh. weird what's weird anal probes
0: oh no it's just um it said i had 37 comments but i haven't been seeing the comments on here now they're all starting to they're starting to pop up there it was like my facebook thing wasn't seeing comments so i if you guys are making comments i didn't see them i apologize but now i'm seeing them so it starts at area 51 yeah thanks chuck (laughs) Mm -hmm. tinfoil hat yeah um you know what's funny about the tinfoil hat thing is you should watch there's an episode of um, uh, Mythbusters where they actually prove that tinfoil actually does, a tinfoil hat actually does block a lot of electromagnetic energy. So if you're worried about it, you know, microwaves and stuff are affecting your brain or giving you brain cancer, tinfoil hat actually does s- stop that. Can you
1: amplify it? That way you can get the information from the aliens?
0: No, it actually blocks it. And if you actually know anything about the tinfoil hat people, the reason they wear tinfoil hats is so the, the government can't put Images and things into your mind yep. through, yeah. So it actually works. They're trying to be funny, yeah, you know, magnify the okay. Never mind. Kay, Kaylin says communist aliens. No, we have enough aliens, or we're communists here That's is anyway. So we're gonna wrap this up. Um, so what we're gonna be doing from this point forward, at least for now, because of logistics, um, is we're gonna go to a two week schedule, correct? Yes, yeah, because James lives over an hour away. So it takes them a while to get here. So um, we're going to be going on our, our... We have the same day off, rotating a day off. So we're going to be doing it on every other Friday. We're also going to be doing some different things with the show as soon as the COVID stuff lifts up. Uh, we're kind of trying to take this show in the direction we originally wanted to do it. Um, is we're going to be doing some trying to do some stuff out in the community, um, going to some festivals and doing some other stuff. And go, you know, uh, Halloween time, we want to go ghost hunting. Uh, so if you guys have some stuff you want to see us do or go to, uh, you know, send us your suggestions through the Facebook page. Um, we'll have to set back up the email. Um, I don't know if it's still active. Um, yeah, gotta get a lot of stuff set back up, but, um, for now, the best way to get a hold of us is through the, the Facebook dude. I got an idea. Facebook page. Send, send us a message there. Um, but yeah, yeah, we look forward to this year. It's going to be great. We're going to, like I said, we're also going to be looking towards, um, recruiting a crew. Uh, as you saw in our opening, we have a drone operator. That's, um, um, our, our James's son. Uh, Riley, uh, he's got his drone operating license, so he's going to be our drone operator and, um, and doing our aerial shots and stuff, which is going to be cool, but we need, you know, uh, my daughter's going to be doing our sound and we to, but we need more camera people and uh, producer and, you know, marketing people. We really want to take this show big and, and make it something special. So if you're in Western Washington and you're, you want to get involved with the dude, I got an idea show and you've got, you know, something, uh, you want to contribute, you know, get a hold of us, let us know. We definitely could use your talent. Um. And we're going to have a lot of fun with it. You know, James has never worn a kilt and never been to a Scottish festival. So if they have them this year with the COVID lockdowns, by the time that it, we'll stick him in a kilt and go uh, play with some bagpipes, um, things like that. So we're going to do those and tape those and bring those onto the show and be able to make live comments during the show uh, while we're running the tape. Um, so, yeah, all sorts of fun stuff we, we want to do this year. Uh, also products. Uh, we want to do some product testing and product uh, reviews. So if you guys have ideas for that, you let us know. Um, so yeah, but basically we had, the idea was to do cool and fun stuff and, and, and find cool and fun things and bring them to you. So that's where we're going to go with the show and we're glad that we're back on the air and, uh, hopefully Greg will pop in every now and then just to say hi at least. Um, but, uh, we're glad to have James with us. And so it's going to be, I'm sure it's going to be confusing James and James, but it should be fun.
1: Yeah. I'm number two, <laughs> even though I'm older. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah yeah. here's this he's what a month well almost a month and a half older am. Yeah. Right? but that's right
1: so uh any last words I'm the old man you have to be
0: nice to me the old man he has to be <laughs> nice to <laughs> nope that's that let's get the heck yep. out of here and uh thanks for joining us and thanks for uh, us being back I know we were a little rough uh, around the edges like I said it's been a while since we've done a show but uh we'll get the uh, back in the rhythm back in the flow and um uh, Anything else? No,
1: I'm good. All right. Yeah, we miss Greg, too. (laughs) Jesse. All
0: right. Yeah, but why am I comments not loading? Anyway, we'll get out of here for the night. You guys have a great night. Thanks for joining us, and be safe out there.